Together Daily Podcast, a ministry of the Kerwin Baptist Church in Kernersville, North Carolina. Our prayer is that through these daily devotions, we can believe together, even when we can't be together. Please join us for a brief devotion Monday through Friday as we strive to continue daily with one accord, as the first church did in Acts chapter 2. Now, here is our pastor, Daniel Hawtrey, with our devotion today. Well, thank you so much for joining us for Believing Together. Uh, we appreciate you doing that. My name is Frank Newsom, and I am the youth pastor here at Kerwin Baptist Church. And uh, just wanted to share a little bit from God's Word with you uh, this morning. Uh, if you have your Bible with you and you'd like to read along in our passage today, we're going to be in James chapter number uh, 1. James chapter number one, we'll read about three verses here. We're going to begin in verse number 19 here in just a second. But uh, if you notice uh, in your Bible, a lot of times your Bible will have a heading or um, something like that to kind of break up the sections of Scripture. And so, um, you know, I'm looking at my Bible uh, right here, and and my Bible kind of labels this section, uh, hearers and doers of the Word. And, um, you know, here in this passage especially in verse number 22, which we won't deal with today, but it talks about uh, not only hearing God's Word, but doing God's Word. And uh, the previous verses, verses 19, 20, and 21, also have to do with how we receive the Word of God. And um, Let's go ahead and read these couple of verses. We'll begin in verse number 19. Uh, James writes, Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath, for the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. And, and James here calls God's word the engrafted word. And, you know, what in the world does that mean? Well, that word um, engrafted means implanted um, or, or, or to plant. It's kind of the idea of, you know, planting and sowing, um, allowing something to be put into the soil and then. Um, that growing out of that, and so uh, you know, we we know the parable that Jesus used of the of the good seed and the bad seed, um, how some seed fell on um, bad ground and and would not grow, and good some of the seed was good seed and it fell on good ground and it it it, it went down into the soil and it began to grow and it began to bring forth fruit and of course we know that parable was talking about the word of God and um, so. James here gives us uh, a few things, um, I guess you'd say maybe four things, um, that help us to receive the Word of God the right way. And so let's look at exactly what he says. Number one, he says when we hear the Word of God, when we receive the Word of God, we got to be swift to hear. Um, verse number 19 says that. If you, if you look at verse number 19 with me, again, Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to to hear. And that word swift means exactly what you think it means. It means ready. It means quick. It means speedy. When we open the Bible, when someone gets up into a pulpit and begins um, preaching, we should be ready. We should be eager. We should be um, looking forward to hear what it is that um, the Word of God has to say to our hearts. And um, this implies ready in the case that I'm going to accept this as truth, I, I will accept it as good for me, regardless of how it may sting, regardless of how it may convict me. I will accept it, and I will take action, no matter what it may cost me or how difficult it is. You know, there's a wonderful illustration of this in the Old Testament, and um, 
David was was hiding from the Philistines, and we won't take time to read it, but in Second Second Samuel chapter number twenty three, and and David is hiding from the Philistines. He's been hiding for a while, and you know he started thinking about you know it'd be nice to have a cool drink of water from the well in Bethlehem. The only problem is that the Philistines were in possession of Bethlehem, and uh, this was Bethlehem was David's boyhood home. This was his childhood home, and maybe he's having some nostalgia here or whatever it was. But he's thinking how refreshing it would be um, to have some of this water. And he begins talking about this. Well, three of his men hear David talking about this, and they take it upon themselves to say, "Well, you know, David wants a drink. We're going to get him a drink." And they risk their lives to go get David a drink out of this well. They go through, they fight through the Philistine front line, and they get to that well. They bring it back to David. That you know, in that moment, they were swift to hear what David had to say. They were eager to hear what he had to say. Not only that, they acted upon what was said. And so that's the idea is, man, when we read God's word or when we hear it preached, it should so be in our hearts that we are ready to hear it, we are eager to hear it, and then we are willing to obey no matter what the cost is. So James here says when we read the word of God, when we study the word of God, when, when we read it ourselves, um, we should be swift to hear it. Now, the second thing he says is we should be slow to speak. Look at verse number 19 with me again. He says, Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear and then slow to speak. Uh, you know you know the old saying, you know, why, why do you have two ears and one mouth? Well, you, you, you've heard it said that you, know, you have two ears and one mouth so that you can listen twice as much as you talk. You, you know as well as I do, we can't listen very well if we're talking. So it's fitting that James here follows up swift to hear with slow to speak. You know, too many times we hear God's word, but we want to argue with it. Maybe we don't do that verbally, but we don't say it out loud. We don't audibly do that, but we argue in our hearts. We argue in our minds. We fight against God's word. We hear it, but we certainly don't want to obey it. This is a matter of surrender. This, this is acknowledging to God that I heard you. I'm not arguing with you. I submit to you. Now, the third thing that David says here is be swift to hear, slow to speak. And then thirdly, he says slow to wrath. Notice the end of verse number 19. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, be, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. And so what I would say here is um, let's not get angry at God's word. Now, Proverbs chapter 14, verse 29. He that is slow to wrath is of great understanding, but he that is hasty of spirit exalteth folly. Uh, we remember when Nathan the prophet told King David the story about that stolen lamb, right? He, he was accusing David of being the person who stole the lamb in that story. And David got angry at that story. And Nathan said, David, I'm, I'm talking about you. You're the one in this story that, that I'm kind of telling this story about. And, and, and David, when he heard the word of the Lord, when he heard that, that accusation from Nathan, he knew that that was from the Lord. And what happened? David didn't get angry. David didn't get mad. David understood he had done wrong, and he repented. He, he, he got it right. You know, what about Peter in the garden the night Christ was arrested? Right? He, he, was, he was slow to hear. He was swift to speak. He was swift to anger. Right? David, or, uh, excuse me, Peter in that moment, he tried to cut a man's head off with a sword. Right? The Bible talks about a godly anger or, 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 or um, an anger against sin, an anger against wickedness. And, uh, you know, we, so many times we, we're hearing this passage of Scripture, the, the Bible here likens itself unto a mirror. 
here in just a couple of verses, verse number 22, 23, 24, all of those verses kind of start talking about God's word as a mirror. You know, if, if you and I look into a mirror and we don't like what we see, we don't get angry at the mirror. We don't rip the mirror off the wall and want to smash it into pieces because, no, what that, what that mirror did was it just told us the truth. Why in the world do we get mad at God's word when it just tells us the truth about ourselves? James says, when you hear the word of God, be swift to hear, ready to hear, ready to obey. Slow to speak. Don't argue with it. Slow to wrath. Don't get angry at it. And then James tells us one more thing in verse number 21. He says, we must receive it with a prepared heart. Look at verse number uh, 21 of James chapter 1. He says, Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. If we have... We've seen in this chapter that James loves illustrations. And remember we said the word was engrafted. It means planted. And here he gives us the picture of a garden. The phrase superfluity of naughtiness gives the picture of overgrown weeds. The weeds have gotten out of hand. They've gotten out of control. And he urges the reader to pull out the weeds, prepare the garden for what is about to be planted. You see, it's useless to try and receive the word of God in an unprepared heart. And we've got to prepare our hearts to receive the Word of God. And a couple of ways that we do that is we confess our sin. We make sure that we get rid of sin in our lives. That's us weeding the garden. We ask God to plow up any hardness in our hearts. Jeremiah chapter 4, verse 3, it says, Break up your fallow ground and sow not among thorns. Right. Third thing, we we got to have an attitude of meekness. That's exactly what verse number 21 uh, says to us. Right? Right. Uh, well, read the verse here again. Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word. You know, meekness is the opposite of wrath. He just said, uh, "Don't get angry at God's word," but you got to receive it. And um, you know, I think a lot of times we, we've we've got to receive God's word the right way. We, we've got to be swift to hear God's word. We've got to be slow to speak. We've got to be slow to wrath. But we got to prepare our hearts. For the, for the preaching of or the teaching of or the reading of God's word itself. And so um, I hope this kind of helps you this morning. I hope this is an encouragement to you today um, to think about how we receive God's word, how we listen to it, uh, how we process it. And for goodness sakes, we, we've got to prepare our hearts um, to be able to receive God's word. Appreciate you joining us on Believing Together today. As always, if you don't have a church home, we'd love for you to uh, visit Kerwin Baptist Church, and we'd love to get to meet you. Uh, again, my name is Frank Newsom, and God bless. We are thankful that you joined us for this podcast today. We encourage you to subscribe to the Believing Together daily podcast. And please feel free to contact us through our church website, kerwinbaptistchurch.com, if we could be of further assistance. May God richly bless you today.